Welcome to another episode of General Lee's Chicken. I am your host, E. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing great. I hope you are too. Coming to you from Brooklyn, New York. I hope you can sit back, relax, open a cold one, and enjoy the show. So is everybody ready? Because I want to have a conversation with you. Let's go ahead and start. This is a Brooklyn-bound 2 express train. The next stop is Fulton Street. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. All right, guys, and this is where I want to pick up. Now, before anything, I do want to say that this is my first uh, episode, my first shot at doing a podcast, so quick and quick introduction of myself um i am a 20 year old male from brooklyn new york i am of mexican uh ancestry i am a college graduate i work many skills and uh I like to cause, uh, let me see, not trouble, but stir up debate, Um, and I think my podcast might do that with certain people, but I think it helps to um, create an atmosphere where we all can share opinions and thoughts and discuss the many... Uh, angles that each topic has now in general what will I be posting on this podcast well anything that I truly feel that I want to you know touch on whether it be news politics sports or you know lifestyle or or whatever it may be that I'm in the mood to talk to talk about I'm sorry and uh, yeah I'm I'm not really one of those people that that's going to be basing their podcast on just one thing. I kind of like to, you know, discuss anything and everything. So that that's pretty much what my podcast is going to be. Now for today. Um there was something I was reading online earlier on the Huffington Post about cultural appropriation. Now, what I do want to talk about is based on the idea of cultural appropriation, but not necessarily the the topic of cultural appropriation. For those of you who don't know what cultural appropriation, it's basically a set of group that you can say takes on the character and nature of someone else's culture and tries to make it you know theirs or uh, adds to it or maybe in in, in, in another uh, way takes from it but my topic is based more on nationality appropriation if that makes sense um it's it's basically the idea of a group 
within a certain community or nationality that feels that they have the overall quote-unquote rights of the nationality if that makes sense you know for example I I am Mexican I am of Mexican descent but I do not share the same ideology or views as maybe a certain group of Mexicans do about certain topics within our own community uh, for example, maybe a group of Mexicans might say that I am not Mexican because I do not listen to the type of music that they listen to, or because I don't maybe act a certain way that they do, or perhaps that because I don't talk the way they talk, it doesn't make me Mexican. That's what I'm trying to get at. Now, I'm not just talking about it, talking about it from my uh, situation. This really goes to anybody in, in, in any type of nationality. Even though I can speak, speak of it from my experience, because I know that within the Mexican community, it happens a lot. And just a lot of people are either not nervous or shy. Maybe they don't want to be picked on. So they just rather accept what that one group says and like falls under the category little by little. That way they don't have to seem like the, the, the odd one out of the group. And I'm pretty sure it happens in other nationalities as well. But here's the reason why I find that to be a stupid ideology. Because not only is it stupid, but it's also bad for the community because it breaks us up. It divides us when there shouldn't be more, more divisions within our own community. Now... I'm sure that happens, for example, I know that within the African-American community, there's a whole uh, topic of being dark-skinned and light-skinned and being from the motherland and then being from the islands and then being from from here, America. There's so many divisions that sometimes you get lost within each division. But it it, it still kind of holds on to the idea of a certain group holding the quote-unquote rights of that nationality. And what I mean by that is simply that they feel that just because they either were born over there or they form part of the majority, that, that therefore they are the ones who decide whether you're whether or not you're you know whatever nationality it is at top at hand for instance in 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 my example whether I'm Mexican or not
Now, the, the, the there are many factors that play into this. It's, it's not just a matter of patriotism and wanting to be part of a group. There's also things such as society, uh, society levels, you know, status, education, um, that all fall under this. And in most, in most occasions, it, education plays a large role. And this is what I mean. In my example, uh, really quick, uh, I'll discuss where um, this topic came from. I worked at a restaurant until recently. Um, I left. I no longer work there. It was a Mexican restaurant. Well, sort of Mexican. It was like a modern twist on Mexican food, in a sense. And many of the cooks that worked there were Mexican. And when I first started working there, everything was great. Everything was fine. But... Little by little, I began to see that there were certain things that didn't, quote-unquote, qualify me to be a part of their group. And I began to notice what it was. And it simply was the fact that I didn't have the same taste that they had. Whether it was in music, in their activities, in food... And you name it, whatever it was, if I didn't like it, I didn't qualify to be a Mexican. Now, something like this isn't going to bother me just because it's a very childish uh, way of thinking. Now, the reason why I decided to talk about it until now is because I've always held this this um this topic and I knew I knew this was happening for a while now I just didn't know how to grasp the idea I didn't know how to I guess come to terms with it and throughout the years I did some research investigation as to why is it that people think this way now in my case it's very it might be either different or similar to cases from other uh, nationalities. In my case, quick example is that if you are a history buff or know of history, uh, you know that Mexico is a land of mixed people well most of Latin America you know is of mixed race mixed blood in my case I am mixed I am I have indigenous and European blood in me some fairly recent just because of I guess family yeah family I guess I would say but I also have from you know from 
many, many, many years ago. Mexico is the same. Mexico has a ton and ton and ton and ton of people that are, and it's the majority that are mixed race. But one thing within Mex- Mexican society is that when you are of mixed race, you have to end up deciding which side you're going to pick. And it, and it's stupid, but it, that's the way they think over there. And the, the problem is that the only thing that it does is not only does it make you look stupid, but then you start dividing, you know, the community. Now, if you end up, if you hint just at the mere fact that if you hint that you like your Spanish heritage, your European heritage, they automatically qualify you as a traitor, as some sort of loser. They don't, they don't see no, nothing Mexican within you. So therefore, they automatically like kick you out of the group. You have to accept everything that is of indigenous ancestry. So if you speak Spanish some type of way, if you don't listen to their music, if you don't talk the way they talk, it everything has to do with them. So if any way you are different from them, and you acknowledge that, and you appreciate that, they will shun you. They will try to kick you out of the whole, oh, well, you're not Mexican enough. Now, uh, when people ask me, oh, you know, where are you from? If they ask anything about my, you know, I guess about my background, you know, I let people know, oh, I'm of, you know, I'm Mexican and, you know, one side of my family has more European than my other side, but it's not like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm this and I'm that. And I find, I feel more this and that. No, it's not that. I'm just being honest and telling you what I am made of, what my background is. Now, the reason why people in Mexico feel this way is because, unfortunately, the government in Mexico is really not the greatest. And this is not just because of recent history. This is from many, many, many decades ago. The education in Mexico is not the best, not the worst either, but when it comes to history, um, they don't tell you the truth. Now, when it comes to the truth, I am in favor of it. I am the type of person who will not disregard your feelings, but if we're in a debate and you have to bring truth and facts to a debate, you have to leave your feelings behind because in in a debate where truth and facts only matter, your feelings are not going to be the deciding factor for me. Now... 
One thing that is common among Mexicans, at least from what I've seen, is that, at least when it comes to history, when it comes to history, they like to blame the others. Who are the others? Well, the others are the Spanish, the Europeans, or more known here in the U.S. as the white people, as the white man. Now, you're probably wondering, well, why, if you're not a history buff? Uh, back in 1492, we all know that, quote-unquote, Christopher Columbus discovered America. Well, in 1519, probably a little bit prior to that, maybe 15, 18, um, Hernando Cortez landed in Mexico. Who is Hernan, Hernan Cortez? Well, he is the uh, explorer, the conquistador of of what we now know, what we now know of, of as Mexico. Now, the problem with that is that many people in Mexico they always refer to the Aztecs as us. Or they refer to themselves as the Aztecs, you know, so if you ever talk to them about, you know, oh, well, you know, why is, why is Mexico in the shape that it is in today? Sure, they'll mention politics and all, but they'll always make a reference to the Europeans, the Spanish that came and say, oh, well, you know, if it wasn't for the Spanish, we would be like this or we would have been this or we would have been that who is that we that we does not exist if it wasn't for the Spanish they talk as a, as if they are an indigenous person from 1519 which is not true at all as I had said prior the nation of Mexico is a nation of mixed race mixed blood people in Mexico for the majority are of indigenous and European ancestry of course there are indigenous people still living you know in society sure they're not you know living in the cities or they might be living in the cities or but for most for most of the time uh, you will find them in small isolated communities but that is more due to recent politics rather than historical Spanish uh, monarchies and and rulers that that has nothing to do with this now, uh, sorry about that. I was drinking water. Um, now, when these people mention, oh, um, you know, if it weren't for, for the Spanish, well, they always have this idea that, oh, we should have been conquered by the British. Well, the sad truth is that if the British did land in Mexico or what we now know um, what we now know as Mexico 
Uh, the British would have wiped out the indigenous tribes, the indigenous people. All you have to do is look into the history of the United States and you'll see that the British were not so kind to the natives. Now you're probably wondering, well, you know, the Spanish killed, you know, natives in Mexico and South America. Yeah, they did. But do you know why? Is there any context behind it? Sure, sure there is. The thing is that many people in these countries, and when I mean countries, I mean in Latin America, is that they are lied through education about their history. And let me tell you the reasons as to why they are lied to. It is better for a government to keep their people down and feel that they are the, the, the ones who were conquered and still are conquered. If you look at uh, Latin American history back during the Spanish colonial uh, era... In modern day history textbooks, you will see that the Spanish are pictured in a certain manner that might resemble the British, but then the professors and the teachers also lie to their to their students and telling them, well, you know, if it weren't for them, you would be you know, living a, be a much better life. You would be this type of country, this type of society. And I think that's sad because if you really look into your history, you will see that the history is completely different as to the one that you're being taught. Now, people say, oh, well, you know, what about the Spanish Inquisition and all that? Sure, it did happen. I'm not denying it. But a lot of people also lie about the numbers and... And, and that's easily, debunk, you know, you could debunk it. I'm not here to debunk anything. I'm just here to tell you the truth. Now, if in fact the Spanish came to do genocide, as many people claim, and these people are, are for the majority, um, part of the uh, indigenous movement, which in a sense, is the movement of promoting uh, indigenism, which is basically how the indigenous people are owners of, the, of this land and they should be the ones to be ruling and everything should have an indigenous name and we should know the indigenous languages and er blah, 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 everything indigenous, which I have no problem. Like I said, I have indigenous blood in me. But that's not the problem. The problem is when they start saying that, not just saying that they should have control over everybody and the whole land, but then they start telling uh, uh, lies about the actual history. Now, one thing with Native Americans, and I mean Native Americans from the U.S., is that they have a right to be, you know, getting angry at the U.S. government and about U.S. history, because what, what the British did to them, 
not just the British, but also the American. Once, you know, America was a country and then they went on to create reservations. That is very sad. And they have a right to to go against them and to protest them and to, you know, say what they want about U.S. history and, and U.S., you know, politics. But, uh, at least in my case, for Mexico, it is very different. Back around 14, maybe 1500, somewhere around there. I don't have the exact dates with me right now, but... Queen, Queen uh, Isabel of Spain, the Catholic Queen, as they were known back then. Uh, she wrote a decree for the native people, giving them rights, protecting them from any sort of uh, violence. It basically was putting the, the indigenous people of, you know, whatever land that was, quote-unquote, discovered by a Spanish uh, conquistador, is they were given the same rights as the Spanish as a Spanish citizen, and they had their own land, and this was a, a, a law, a decree that was signed by the queen. And many, and at least from what I know, from the research research that I have done, is that these indigenous families were given these papers, so that in case anything were to happen, they have this paper that is signed by the queen, who back then had all the authority, that would prevent them from, you know, losing their land or whatever the case may be. Now, I don't think the British ever did that for the Native Americans. Now, many people in my country, well, in my parents' country, Mexico, they wouldn't know this because they're not given this information in or through the educational system. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other Latin American countries don't know about this, too. Now, I've... I've been very proud to have both indigenous and European, Spanish blood in me. I equally enjoy both cultures. But I like my culture, which is the Mexican culture, which is the fusion both indigenous and European but if you were to say that out loud in public where the majority of the Mexicans think opposite of you you are you are ridiculed you are you are nothing but a traitor in their eyes but like I said most of these people and and I'm pretty sure it has to do with the education, educational system, is that these people who think this way come from a very low status within society, therefore having a very 
poor educational background. And it's like what my parents always said. I think a lot of a lot of parents always tell this to their children. Knowledge is power. And these people who automatically are quick to label you are people who don't have an education or like thereof. And it's sad because not only do they look stupid and and, and, and just ignorant, but they cause division within our community. And I think that's the least thing that we need. Not just in my community, but I think in general, you know, whether it be uh, Jamaican, whether it be Chinese, whether it be Filipino, whether it be Nigerian, whether it be Colombian, whether it be French. I think the more div- when we have more division within our own community, it, it causes problems. And I think it, it just doesn't lead to any good. Now... Why did I tie this up with cultural appropriation? Well, I think the problem with cultural appropriation is that many people look at it and and see their culture being used by someone else and they automatically, you know, scream out appropriation, right? And they, they want to put the blame on somebody else. But when it happens within our own community we really don't point the finger we don't either acknowledge it or we just simply don't understand it like in my case a lot of people don't recognize it just because it's so embedded within our own people that it's almost second nature to to call somebody a traitor who likes the, the, the foreign stuff. Who appreciates any foreign cultures or or appreciates their Spanish side. And I think that's sad. Sad and childish. Because when you're when when you're an adult you don't start labeling people you you don't start calling names you don't you can appreciate the fact that this person you know recognizes their their heritage and they can acknowledge both indigenous both european or whatever uh background you have they can acknowledge and appreciate the fact that you have not courage but you have you know the heart to say hey i'm this and i'm that and i love both of my you know sides and th- and that's cool but of course there's always the people who will say oh you're a traitor you know you're you're this you're not both you're not you can't have this and that there are people out there and i think within our own community we fail to recognize those people there there are more There's more good than bad. I mean, there's more bad than good out there sometimes. And, and, and we 
when it comes to our own people, we, we try not to look at it. We try to put the blame on others instead of instead of trying to look inside into our own community and see maybe if there's a problem there, you know. By that I mean um, about this whole indigenous, indigenous uh, movement that there is, at least in Mexico, is that if you go to certain cities in Mexico, you will see indigenous people you know, on the street asking for money and you'll see many Mexicans ignore them. And these are the same people who say, oh, you're a traitor because you appreciate your European side. And these are the people telling me that I have to accept my indigenous side. But these are the same people who ignored the actual indigenous person on the street asking for money. So the hypocrisy within that majority is unbelievably incredible. Now, I feel that when we educate ourselves Not to the fullest fullest extent, but at least within certain things we can we can help our not just our community, but I think all communities. In this day and age there's a fight for anything. You know, you call someone a certain word. And it's a fight. You take a certain trait from someone else's culture and you add it to to your culture. There's a fight. There's a lot of fighting going on. And not a lot of resolving. You know, and I, I think that doesn't really lead to anything. Now... I know there are stories out there of people who are of any type of descent, nationality, ethnicity, background, whatever you want to say, that it has a story just like mine. You don't necessarily have to be Hispanic to to understand what I mean. There are certain topics within what I just uh, spoke about in my community or in the broader community uh, the Hispanic community such as Dominicans and and how, and them not calling themselves black or, or, or recognizing or appreciating their black or African uh, ancestry that's another topic. Now, I am not Dominican, so I do not know, you know, stories or the feeling that such a debate can cause. 
But if I have any listeners, please uh, send me in, you know, your story. And maybe we can talk. I know that it can be difficult to probably probably be the the odd one out of the group to be the black sheep. You know, we all have this instinctive um, knee-jerk reaction to always belong to a tribe, belong to a group. And sometimes many of us who don't feel that we that we can actually be a part of that group sometimes we fall into that group just because we don't want any problems we don't want to you know be labeled we don't want to be called out so therefore we fall into such a trap and i think everybody should be themselves i don't think you should hide behind some groups you know list of of uh, qualifications in order to be Mexican or be Dominican or be uh, Filipino, you know, you are what you are and what you feel. I was asked by a friend one time, why do I appreciate my my Spanish uh, side, my Spanish heritage well not that I want to get into a, a, a cultural debate or historical debate but just for argument's sake, just for this story if you go back in history and, and you read about how Spanish Empire came to be it's pretty impressive you know I'm not saying anything bad about indigenous tribes we we I think to a certain extent all of us know cer- something about the Aztecs or the Mayas or the Incas right that they were great scientists and you know not scientists but like uh, mathematicians and they they knew about the the sun and the moon and the stars and all that yeah sure I'm not debating that but there's just a lot of hate going around in my community of our past and thanks to that past we have the beautiful culture that we have now a culture that is Loved by so many people around the world. I mean, everybody knows what a taco is. Everybody knows what Dia de los Muertos is. Everybody knows what a mariachi is. You know, everybody knows what tequila is. Everybody eats chocolate. And for those of you who don't know, chocolate comes from Mexico. You know, so so there are small things that like, you know, are a product of that mix of the indigenous and the European. But the problem is that when you have a group that claim the rights to all all of the nas- of the nationality, 
It's stupid. Because it's basically a small group of children saying, you're not this because you don't like what they like. And that's what it simply is. Now, why is it that people do this? Well, mostly because of power. You know, if if you really look at if you look at it from from afar, you'll see that well what would benefit them by saying, "Oh, you're not this and you're not that because you don't qualify." There really is no reason other than for power. Because if these cooks that I worked with told me that I'm not Mexican enough for them, that gives them, in their mind, the right to not involve me in any sort of activities such as either hanging out out with them, getting into their little group of friends, Knowing any inside jokes. All those sort of stuff, you know. Power is what gives them that satisfaction. And there's no other thing that someone would want other than power in that situation, if you think about it. Because with power, they can keep you down. And now they control you. But only and only if you allow them to. And I worked at this place for almost a year. But I never let that get to me. You know, that didn't prevent me from being able to do, to do my job. Or to get along with them. I went to work. I did what I had to do. Clocked out. Came back home. Or you know whatever. For them it was a constant thing. You know like. Whenever the opportunity came to say. Oh well he's not Mexican. Ha ha ha. Like it was them trying to reinforce the fact. To each other. That, oh, we have the power, we have the power, we have the quote-unquote rights to what it means to be Mexican. So, ha ha ha, he can't, you know, he can't join us or, you know, he can't call himself this because we have the key. For them, it was a constant struggle, struggle to keep up with this idea in their head. And we see this everywhere, everywhere. Not just with cultural appropriation, but with almost everything and anything. Now, I'm sure there might be one or two here listening to me and saying, and probably disagreeing with me, saying that no, you have to be a certain type of person to be this. 
to consider yourself that. And sure, if that's how you feel, then you know that those are your feelings, right? But I don't care for your feelings. I only care about facts and the truth. And the truth of the matter is that if you look at history, history will tell you something else. Now, I don't want to keep on beating a dead horse, so I will get off here. I want to thank you for staying for the past, I don't know, maybe hour or less in this conversation that we had. If you enjoyed this episode, or if you have any suggestions or comments or or you want to tell me about your story and I'll probably uh, give it some thought and see if I can involve it in the next podcast uh, drop me a message you can visit my SoundCloud which is soundcloud.com forward slash general hyphen ES hyphen chicken and you will see all or any uh, way to get in touch with the podcast and leave any comments, suggestions opinions on the show at those links I want to thank you for staying for this time with me Hopefully, my next podcast, I can, little by little, improve my format and my content. But, for now, this is a small taste. This is a little trial run for what my podcast will be in the future. And hopefully, I'll have people on so we can discuss more in depth. I'm your host, E. Saying goodnight here from Brooklyn, New York. Hope you enjoyed. Take care. This is the last stop on this train. Everyone, please leave the train.